We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we are live. Welcome to the RGDFS Tournament Takes Podcast, Week 2 edition. Uh, I am your host, Chris Kirkwood. Uh, Kirk Dees here with my boys. Uh, first, the man, the myth, the legend, the notorious one, Noto, uh, back for another week. And Bobby Gomes at Bobby Gomes DFS. Everybody knows Bobby. Bobby had a good week last week. Um Noto had some great calls. That Hunter Henry call was, was crushed it, uh, especially with uh, any everyone playing likely. Um, and uh, I hope some some uh, listeners had a good way because like we were all collectively on the plays, right? Like we, Bobby and I said Tua, like that was my main stack, and Ty- Bobby went all in with Tyreek. Hunter Henry was the difference ma- maker. Um, w- but uh, how how did you guys do overall for the week? Noto, you want to go? Yeah, I mean, uh, had some good takes, had some bad takes, but uh, didn't listen to Bobby and just, you know, stacked the highest total game of the week. It was uh, almost that easy. And uh, unfortunately, you know, called Hunter Henry on the show, and then, uh, you know, once Mark Andrews went out, ended up playing likely instead. So uh, bad week for me, but, uh, yeah, looking forward to week two. Big Bobby, the man who pushed all in on Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I know. It was good hopping on the show with you guys and getting like everyone's feedback. Definitely went a lot to it. Um, I think Kirky had two as his main stack. And I that's where I was kind of put all my chips in. Very condensed, high pace. Uh, Note of the Henry call. I used Born and Henry very much. I just played too much likely, which cost me like third place, I guess. Finished like top 20, but I don't know. 
NFL's hard. It was nice to have a good week to start off. Hopefully, carry it over in a week too. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rant a little bit. I, I had a good week on Yahoo, a bad week on DK. Um, I made money overall. Uh, I'm gonna call out Head Chopper in our secret chat, who totally bombed. Who? Uh, all right, so I had the lineup the night before. It was beautiful. It was Tua. It was it was Tyreek. Um, and like my our chat, we have this uh, Ravens fan in our chat who just uh, infects everybody in there, right? With Lamar, like right. And so Chop is so high on Zay Flowers, which was a great call, right? Like like if Lamar had any kind of a game, Zay would have like absolutely crushed. He was good enough, but Lamar just tanked it. So I played the the luxury box, and I I looked at my lineup, and I had you know I changed all of it to go to. Uh, to uh lamar and man i would i couldn't i was tilting so hard i was and i'm like they're a run first team against the easiest run defense this is the dumbest call like you know (laughs) i was lighting them up in chat and uh man it it hurt but um it sucks when you're on the right thing the right night before and and, and, you know and and it was like so easy right like like it was like week one they handed us a gift right like the the only good like high-paced game where we knew all the condensed um, plays right that had monster upside and not only that the play that you wanted with that was like someone we should have been on anyway in Ridley because he's a he we should have taken the gamblers you know like we should have backed one of our own right like like (laughs) and and he was like cheaper. And so like, I, it was awful. It was like, it was like the DFS gods tried to hand us a gift and, uh, and I, I blew it up for a Lamar an overpriced Lamar 3%. I was looking at the ownership at first and I was like, this could be good. And then I was like, this also is just telling me I played the wrong guy. Um, but anyways, onward and upward. I really like this slate for week two. Um, how do you guys feel about it from uh, just, just a quick, quick overview. Yeah, it seems it's this two fast paced games, uh, Kansas City and Jacksonville and then Indy and Houston. I think those games are looking good. And yeah, it seems like a week two that outside that a lot of these games are pretty slow paced. So well, there's a lot of condensed usage too. No, do you, can you elaborate more? I'm just trying to think through it. I'm just having a brain fart. No, yeah. And uh, earlier in the week, you know, trying to build lineups, it was really tough. You know, the pricing's a lot uh, tighter than it was in week one just because you don't have, you know, three weeks leading up to the, the start of the game. So you don't have that value. But it does look like we got some running back injuries that could open up some value. Um, and then, you know, not as much value at a receiver this week. But I agree on the pace up games. Also think the Bills and, and Raiders going to be pretty popular but uh that one does have a lot of interesting pieces too yep so uh we got 12 games so we've got kc for the highest total on the slate kc minus three and a half uh at jacksonville um kc put up a uh just a and lost in their first week was just tilting i mean they were without kelsey Man, like the rest of the options just look rough for Mahomes, right? Like uh, Tony was horrendous. Everybody was horrendous. Um, I'm not a big Sky Moore guy. I always, th- I've never, I, I, I never have thought much of him at this point, and I'm still on that. 
take, but uh, Kelty's back this week, should be back this week. So that certainly changes things. Uh, you know, that, that should be a good stack. Um, the Jags offense looked good. Ridley went absolutely bananas. And I believe him. He says he's going for 1,400 plus yards this season, no doubt about it. And I believe him. Like he, I, I, as long as he's healthy, he said. Uh, and I, I believe him. Um, we've got the game below that from a 47 and a half point total is Seattle at Detroit. The Lions are minus five. Um, the Lions looked, looked good that then they beat KC. They're back in the dome. A um, bunch of weapons, bunch of good plays there. We got to talk about the running backs in that game. We'll get to um, then the next game is the 47 total, which is the Bills coming off of their uh, loss. Thankfully, I bet on the Jets that night. And then when Rodgers went down, um, so I, I'll, I got I got lucky. I ran pretty good to win that one. Their defense is still legit as ever. It looks, looks amazing. Um, Brees Hall looks electric. Um, but you know, we're going to always have to worry about what kind of, uh, usage is he going to get? And, um, they're, they're playing, uh, uh, the Seahawks who didn't look so great. They looked kind of boring to be honest with you, but they do have a bunch of weapons in the dome. So I think this could be a good game. Um, Bill's Raiders bills coming off of that. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm jumping all over the place, but anyway, the bills coming after off, off the loss should be ready to take advantage of the Raiders eight and a half point total. A lot of good plays here. Diggs looked amazing um, in that game and a much uh, should be a much better matchup for him. Uh, since he looked terrible uh, minus three against uh, Baltimore, 46 and a half point total. And then uh, just a bunch of games, I guess the Ram, uh, San Francisco at the Rams could be good. There's plays there. And then, Yada, yada, yada. Um, from a pace standpoint, which you guys touched on, the three highest pace games that look, look to be by the Blitz uh, for most plays is uh, Indy at Houston is coming in at the most, the highest uh, plays on the Blitz. Um, KC, Jacksonville, Seattle, Detroit. If you cross-reference that with over with ETR, it's the same three games um, with uh, Pat Dorman's piece that he puts out about uh, pace. So I always like to cross those guys together so those look like the three pace games but we've got plays everywhere so um, we're going to get into that we're going to go position by position I think we should go back to the original format and start with the running backs um, and then go to QBs flow into wide receivers tight end Bobby will give his defense which was the correct take I just want to give you credit for you said uh, typically you would be in a fade situation for uh, the commanders at high ownership but you you thought you should go above weight and uh you know it's funny a lot of the people who used to usually would have the same takes were changing their tune once they ran their sims that were saying the same thing that the commanders were were the play so i thought that was interesting but good call there um but yeah we'll, we'll do it that way so uh starting about back in the running back position some plays that stood out to me um and first thing we should talk about actually is we've got value again right we've got um well we've got AJ Dillon potentially being a complete, you know, workhorse with uh, Aaron Jones should be out. Is he officially out or just should be out? I think, I think he, it should be out. Well. I think he should be out. Yeah. Um, off, the big news today was Austin Eckler is looking doubtful. So that makes um, uh, Josh Kelly um, another workhorse. Tough matchup with Tennessee. I'll, I'll be interested to hear your guys' takes there. Um, 
What other? What other? Are there any? What are the uh, key injuries? Am I missing? I know for like wide receiver, we've got like uh, Jacoby Myers is out now. But what are what are some other key injuries that I'm forgetting to mention? I think that's pretty much it. Uh, looks like Zach Moss is going to play this week, and uh, Evan Hole is out. So Moss might end up being the RB one for Indy. Um, Deion Jackson was pretty bad last week, so we'll see there. Um, but not really a player that I'm interested in this week. All right. Um, I'm going to start right at the top here because somebody looked electric that we knew that always that we used to pay 10 K plus four in Christian McCaffrey. And he saw some elite, elite usage. He's 8,900, which is tough, tough to swallow. And there is um, value here to be had. So we have to kind of make a decision on whether um, playing him or playing another, you know, top wide receiver, which you think is worth it. But he had 29 fantasy points last week versus Pitt. Um, he had 22 rushes. He had five targets. He had no touchdowns um, and uh, still still smashed. Um, he's playing the Rams, which should be a good matchup. Um, they allowed the um, most yards before contact last week. Um, he saw elite level usage, an 88% snap share and uh, a 71% route share. Um, and he got 100% of the red zone snaps. So, like, he had absolutely elite usage. It's only week one. But the thing that stands out is that this was kind of a blowout game for them anyway with Pittsburgh. It was Pittsburgh was never really in it. So I know that's going to be a concern this week again with the, with the Rams. Um, who overperformed last week, but um, you know certainly I think the, the sentiment is that San Francisco should should be able to to run all over them and do anything they want with them. And there's the problem with uh, McCaffrey also is there's a lot of weapons. There's Debo, there's Ayuk who went off, um, there's Kittle, there's a, there's a lot of weapons there. But with that kind of usage, uh, favor to seven and a half points. I mean, he could be looking at a monster game. So. Um, other than that, the next guy I was looking at is David Montgomery. I'm I'm a Bobby knows this. Anyone who's who's listening to the pod knows I, I'm always a Montgomery stan. Uh, most people, it's it's kind of rare in our industry. I know all the best bro ball bros have always hated him for years, but um, anyway, he's he's 5800 versus Seattle. I like him as a play. I want to get into talking about James Conner at some point. Um, I also want to talk about Rashad White, who looks very inefficient but looks like he's going to get a bunch of ownership. But those are kind of the plays I wanted to start, and then I wanted to hear your guys' thoughts on uh, who are the guys you like. So, Noto, what are you, what, what are you doing with McCaffrey? Yeah, I think I'm going to play a bunch of him. Um, it's hard to really find a reason not to like him this week. Uh, you mentioned his usage. I was definitely surprised, you know, when him and Mitchell were both healthy last year. It was more of like a 60-40 split, and uh, it was kind of like an 85-15 split in week one. Uh, you mentioned the game getting out of hand, too, so I was kind of surprised to see him in there so much. But, yeah, good matchup against the Rams. Uh, we got value now, so I do think we can fit him pretty easily into lineups. So I think I'm just going to be overweight. I haven't tagged right now. Um, hard for me to really find a case against C-Mac. Bobby, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm with you guys. I think Christian McCaffrey is the best running back on on the slate by a pretty wide margin. So he's going to be someone I'm trying to get to. It does lead you in a situation where you're probably not playing one of these three big receivers, which 
is difficult because we get a couple really good ones on the slate. Um, but I'm I'm leaning towards McCaffrey as well. Um, all right. So David Montgomery, home favorite in the dome. Uh, last week had 21 rushes, not very efficient for 74 yards, did get a TD. Uh, a usage though, 79% of the snaps. Um, and so I know everybody was kind of upset at the the usage for Gibbs. And it looks like they're gonna they're gonna, you know, slowly keep implementing Gibbs and he's gonna he'll earn more as as the season goes on. They're probably trying to monitor, you know, like for health reasons and whatnot. But um, and man, he looks electric. So I I get that, but it, I mean that kind of usage, home favorite, good game script in the dome, 79% of snaps, four or five red zone carries. Um, Lions offensive line is, is ranked uh, really high this season. So, um, yeah, I, I like Montgomery. What are, what are you thinking, Noto? Yeah, so one of my takes this week is that Detroit kind of runs away with this game, so that would kind of play into that. I like uh, pairing them up with the defense. Uh, I think Seattle's going to be without three of their offensive linemen. Um, they just signed 41-year-old uh, to start this week. Um, I think it's Kelsey, a uh, future Hall of Famer, but, uh, man, it's hard to see him really playing well. So I think Detroit's going to be able to control you know, both lines of scrimmage in this one, so I don't mind the call. I worry about Gibbs getting more involved for sure. Uh, maybe I'll have a little bit of Gibbs as well. But, yeah, I think I'm going to be underweight on that game and just overweight on the defense and, and the running backs for Detroit. Big Bobby. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Kirk as a Montgomery stand. I guess I'm with Noto as well. Uh, yeah, Montgomery, I think he's um, someone who's in a really good spot. Both offensive lines are kind of banged up, which would be my only situation. I, I know Seattle's is much worse than Detroit's situation. Um, but yeah, I, I think that Gibbs will work in, but I don't see Montgomery really going away anytime soon. Like we've seen this for three years with Swift, even though obviously Gibbs is a different talent than Swift. I, I, I just don't see Montgomery the way this coach Campbell seems to want to utilize both running backs. I just don't see him ever fully going away. So definitely playing some Montgomery. Um, any plays, any other plays that are, High on your list. Um, from this game. Oh, just oh yeah, at the running just backs. General, just the running backs, yeah. Yeah, so I like Jacobs a good bit versus Buffalo. I think that's a really good spot, bounce back spot. You're taking out um Myers now, so it's Adams, Jacobs. That usage is gonna be really condensed on the Vegas side of the ball. So I like that, and they're it's a positive game script for them, I would imagine. Um James Cook. I like him in that in that same game. My one issue is like, is he just a between the twenties guy? But we're see, we've seen him like he the the high value touches might be in question, but he's going to get a couple of them, so I don't mind him. Rashad White was basically like pretty much Alexander Madison esque in terms of like his his uh, usage rate, and now he's getting Chicago, um, who Aaron Jones just absolutely lit up last week, so. Yeah, like him, then Pollard. I think hey, he was gonna he was gonna break the whole slate too. What he pulled up on the the his hammy pulled up on in the touchdown. Who's this, Jones? Yeah, Jones. I made a mistake with Jones last week. He was the one guy that I wish I had more of. Um, well, you're you're lucky that when you know that he hurt his hammy because he was gonna yeah. he was gonna absolutely smash. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, didn't have enough of him. Pollard versus the Jets. I think he's good at low ownership. ETN, I wonder, like, what the situation is with how he's kind of worked in with the pass game. Like, is it something we just seen week one, or is it going to translate over because we haven't really seen it prior to, like, him – entering the well in, at, prior to entering the NFL he was utilized in Tennessee's past game but he hasn't been utilized previously enough and then um yeah that would be it for me I don't know if you know do you have any thoughts Noto's got a yeah. gem or two I'm sure <laughs> the only other guy that uh, you guys haven't mentioned Saquon Barkley yeah. it couldn't have gone worse for the Giants in week one uh 40 to nothing and Saquon looked decent I mean he was the only one out there doing anything now they get that indoor game against Arizona, who's, you know, tanking this season. So I don't mind Saquon. He is expensive. You probably, you know, got to play him over McCaffrey. But we've seen him break a couple of slates last year. And then uh, just want to get your takes. What are you guys doing? Assuming Jones is out, are you guys playing Kelly and Dylan? Or are you guys preferring one over the other? I like Dylan. Um I I worry about Kelly. Um, I well, it's I'm and I'm sure everyone's going to do this. I, I I mean Tennessee just looked like such a they're just such a tough rushing matchup, and they they looked the part again last week. So, and I just feel like they're gonna they're gonna get the the Chargers are gonna pass all game, but um, and maybe he'll be inefficient. But uh, I mean, I, he's a he should be a good play, right? Like bet on usage guy. We have a ton of these, right? Like we have like. And there we have, you know, so he's probably the best of the bunch. But then we have Rashad White, right? We've got James Conner, who we I haven't talked about yet, but like I need to make a decision. Just he's like the Bijan call. He's going to be popular over on Yahoo because he's cheap, um, but he'll also be be in the mix on DraftKings. People don't want to play him, but maybe that you know makes him a even better play. I mean, he got eighty four percent of the snaps. He got nineteen touches. Um, the, the snap shares only he was only behind another only running back he was behind was CMC. Um, you're probably going to want to play him while he's still healthy, you know, because he, he probably is going to go down at some point. Um, and to back up your Saquon call, I mean, Saquon looked really good in that first drive. Were you watching that game? Like, so that first drive, right? They went up and down, they went all, all the way down the field, and then there was a, a false start or something and then uh i don't know there was like two key moments that, that were just stupid plays by the giants that messed up that drive and like and, and then they, i think they got a turnover or something but um it it changed though like i wonder if they were just if that if they had just not had the false start and just scored a touchdown right away if that game would have been a lot different or if still like the cream would have rose to the top and the giants stink and Cowboys are legit and all that. So, yeah, they were about to score a touchdown and then settled for a field goal, got blocked, returned for a touchdown. And yeah, that's what it was. It's quick. Um, and he and I remember I was writing, like, he's, I was like, Saquon's got some juice, like, right, juice back right in the beginning. I was like saying, and um, there, but um, do you guys have a take on James Conner or are you you're just like, eh, you're like most people, eh, not someone you really want to play? He's not someone I really want to play, but he's someone that I occasionally do play. Uh, Giants run D isn't the greatest. 6,200 is not a bad price. I could see myself kind of playing him a, a little overweight, I guess, or at the field. I don't think I, I – I could put him in my player pool and play him at the field, which I think is like a cop-out answer. But 
I don't know, in terms of like Kelly, him and AJ Dillon, I think I'd prefer Kelly because I don't think Isaiah Spiller is much of a threat as his backup. And I know Tennessee is a good run D, um, but I think he's going to see a significant workload. So I like I like Kelly at 5K. I think you're borderline. I think it's obviously a free square in cash. Um, Dillon's in a situation where he could see a ton of work. He doesn't have anyone behind him. But I worry about how the the pace of that game, like we've seen last week with um, just like them running each it down. Like the the Packers game last week was a slog. This is probably going to be a slog because both teams are going to want to run the ball every play. So, yeah, that's pretty much my thoughts on those guys. What about Rashad White, you guys? I'm in on White and I'm out on Connor. What about Mixon? Like, I'm a Glenn for yeah, punishment. So I'm gonna play some Mixon too. Tough matchup. And so he looked he didn't look good. And he you know he, he, he never does pretty never does, no, right? He like never he does. Was, <laughs> he never looked does. awful like for most of last season. Had like that one massive game where I think he went for like fifty plus fantasy points last year, and uh that was pretty much it. I mean he had a couple of decent games throughout, but uh Never usually looked good and didn't look so good this week. And then you got the Ravens, good good rushing D. So, yeah. I don't know. I, mean, I think I'm out. We're all pot committed to somebody, you know, and uh, I'm still chasing that big game for Mixon. So, I'm going to get it eventually in week 16 or something. Uh, we'll see how it goes. The way I, you I like play, I, I can feel you. I can see you falling into the Mixon trap. Yeah. All right, so you're calling it the trap, huh? I fall, in, I fall in it. Too. It's I, fall a, in I know it. I'm going in the trap, and I'm still yeah. putting yeah. myself out there. All right, Derrick Henry, like below McCaffrey, like 7,400 is a decent amount of savings off of McCaffrey in a game where um, DeAndre Hopkins is he gonna, is looking like he's not he's going to be out. Is that is that kind of how you're reading it? Yep. Yeah. Why was Henry um, out snapped by Spears? Padres? Yeah. Was it just uh, was a game flow thing? I have no idea, but Spears is good. Like he looks all right. He's fast. Like, I don't know if that's me. actually. I don't know if that's actually not a committee. Even though the I mean, spot running, is incredible, the spot is absolutely running, incredible. Running against the Chargers was was a cheat code last season. I think it's still a cheat code. It's just like I think Henry's a good tournament play at seventy four hundred. Definitely have to consider him. Is Spears a good tournament play though? That's like kind of up in the air because. He's definitely cheaper, and his defense is terrible. If he sees the same amount of carries, he could do well. I don't know. It's 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 a tough call. I currently haven't like totally sorted it out. I can get behind ETN. Oh, we should probably talk about Damian Pierce. End it with him. He has always smashed whenever they've been in like tight games. And this one projects to be tight. They're home. Um, favorites against uh, the Colts. 5,600. I, I believe in him, and it's from a talent standpoint. Uh, did have 11 rushing attempts last week. Let me check out the snap percentage share. It wasn't great, but. Yeah, he was basically a time share, 45%. Of the snaps, and then boom, thirty-one percent. Devin Singletary, twenty-one percent. So that's annoying. 
but uh, it'll probably probably will be pretty lowish owned. I don't know. I, I think I could play him this week. He's going to be a guy in a game environment that's very like indicative to good fantasy performances, right? Like, and he's going to be completely overlooked if it's going to play as fast as we think it's going to play. Like, I I don't hate the call at all. Same. All right, Noto, any last uh, running back, any uh, diamond in the rough? I think that's it. Just need you guys to shoot me a message like an hour before lock and say don't play Mixon. I'd appreciate that. How much Mixon do you have? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any like you guys. I build like five lineups. So. I know. I, 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 you know, it depends on my time. I am a me, so I'm a me. M-M-E on Yahoo, but I didn't have time for DK because I'm going through a move right now, which just absolutely sucks. Gave out two out of three winners for the people in UFC last week. So I'm going to end the show with a couple there more. It's a big, big card tomorrow night. That I need I, to write them down this time. I Well, I've smashed one. I, I'm feeling too confident about one, and so I'm starting to get a little scared. Uh, but uh, And DK limited me on how much I could do. It's crazy like how to deal with like the limits. It's like, cause I know I'm, I'm limited, but I don't know. It's like, I can usually, I can't double that. I can't add more to a bet. Once I bet it, I, I get like, that's it. It's like, I get one shot, but like, I feel like depending if I bet it on the day of the fights, like Saturday, it'll let me bet more as opposed to if I try to get in on a better price, like earlier in the week, <laughs> but I only get, I only get one shot. So it's like, it's, it's tough to predict that. It's kind of crazy. Um, I, I throw hate in the fact that. Throw in like some five fighter parlays. So I have a million parlay. That's that's what okay. I did. So I and do it. But I have like it. I have like a bunch of two man par, like a one point, you know, like a bunch of different fighters with with uh, my pick that I will be giving at the end of the show. Um, all right, let's move it on over to quarterback position. Um, we've got it all this week, kind of right. Like we like we talked about, we've got the value of running back, but we have like the high end great play of McCaffrey. We've got um, typically the two highest end quarterbacks, Josh Allen, when he actually shows up to play. I couldn't believe that uh, Zach Wilson is now two and zero lifetime against Josh Allen. Like that, like that's. Um, but uh, anyways, um, Mahomes, we've got in that good game script with Kelsey back. I think that makes the huge difference. Eighty three hundred is tough, but he's there. The high end. Uh, we also have Trevor Lawrence on the other side of that game. We've got Joe Burrow for 6,900, who was just putrid, just off gutless. All right. Although I'll get, he's not gutless. He, cause he coming back from the injury probably didn't do much preseason. Um, I can give him a pass, but certainly didn't look good, but that might make a, make for a reason to target. Uh, with, with Baltimore, since he and Baltimore plays some high scoring games, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Just like looking through like week 19, uh, 2020, they, uh, kind of, they play competitive games. It seems they've had some big games, but more uh, a couple of years ago. Um, anyways, that uh, Daniel Jones, I, I can't ever click that guy again. Um, he's just I I anytime he I is play, so I bad. Him, like he is he's so, so bad. freaking bad. He looks so like bad. a doofus with his eyes. Like he's like 
I always said he's like a country club kid. Like, like that's the problem. You know what I mean? It's like um, people try to like force it. Oh, yeah, I have tried to force it forever. Um, We just mushed it though. Yeah, but maybe maybe we mushed it and then we'll actually get on by Sunday and then hopefully. um, um, Justin Herbert, uh, you have to give an uptick with uh, well. Depending on how they play it, I mean, Eckler is certainly a big part of the passing game, but you would think it, it sets up great for, for him with uh, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. So I think I'm giving him a boost. Plus, Tennessee is like the run, like the same run funnel that they have been, right? Like uh, the pass funnel that they have been because they're so good against the run. Um, they certainly looked like that last week. So as a, I could see him going off in this game. But um, so it's really, for me, it's kind of like, from a first choice, it's Josh Allen, Mahomes, Trevor Lawrence, or Herbert. And then uh, then we can get in. Great call last week for uh, Anthony Richardson, Noto. Um, he, he played well. He, he put up numbers, and uh, you were in early on him. But um, what are you thinking at quarterback? Yeah, I really like the Herbert call. Um, in terms of the matchup, yeah, Derek Carr, I think I've read, has two 300-yard games in the last two years, and one of them was last week in his debut with the Saints against the Titans. So, yeah, they're a pass-funnel defense, and you got to think with Eckler, unlikely to play. They're going to lean even more on Herbert. So I like that call quite a bit. If you can get up to him, love Josh Allen, um, love Patrick Mahomes. I think both of those game environments are two of the best on the slate. Um, I'll try to have stacks with both of those guys. But, uh, yeah, I'm going right back to Anthony Richardson. Uh, he's their quarterback, and he's probably their best running back as well. Um, we've talked about this game being hopefully fast-paced a few times already, and I'm not scared of Houston's defense. I know you know Lamar Jackson didn't do much against them last week, but he could have had three touchdowns. Um, they just ran them all in with the running backs rather than Lamar. So uh, I'm going back to Richardson. Uh, I think he just gives you a high floor. At a cheap price, you just brought. You just made me. You reminded me of all the tilt, those the uh, the rushing touchdowns. Um, yeah, Bobby, you have a favorite from the high group. Yeah, I think it's Mahomes. I currently have Allen ahead of him. But I think Allen's going to be the cash game guy, but I definitely prefer Mahomes in tournaments. Um, from there, like I said, Allen would probably be two, then Lawrence, then Richardson, then Herbert. Then Burrow, then Lamar, then Jared Goff. That's my uh, expert expert ranking, CVR, if you guys want to go check that out. But that's the list I currently have. I I don't know. For me, it's like that pace-up game I really like. I think I prefer Mahomes to Lawrence just because I know where the condensed usage is. We think it's going to be Ridley. I want it to be Ridley, but the narrative that people are putting in my ear about them them trying to get Kirk going is, like, in my head. So that's – if I have to pick, like, the two highest usage guys on the slate – from that game, like Kelsey and Ridley. They the certainly didn't try to get him going last week. He no, they didn't try to until it's like the yeah, squeaky wheel almost, right? Like, yeah. that's what I'm worried about. That's what I keep hearing. So, like, I don't know. I I feel like I'm probably going to be have more Chiefs, right? Like, it just makes sense. You can get over on Tony. No one's going to play Tony. Tony's a great tournament play this week. He has a squeaky wheel. They'll get him in the end zone. You can pretty much almost guarantee it. Like, I, I don't see the Andy Reid, a good coach, speak around Tony. Like, Sky Moore is there. Like, people are just down on the Chiefs passing him. Whatever. I, I can play those guys with Mahomes, or I could just play Mahomes as a single with Kelsey. I think there's definitely the opportunity to get two touchdowns. Um, you guys hit on Herbert, Richardson. 
I'll, I'll leave you to Burrow, Jackson, and whoever you want, whatever else you want to talk about, Kirk. Yeah, I just – so at first I'm thinking like angry Josh Allen after a, a bad performance against a really yeah. tough defense on uh, on an island game. I feel like he's going to come out strong. Um, and Diggs looked amazing and doesn't have sauce on him this week. And it didn't matter. He went off. So um, – and he threw three picks. I don't think that's going to happen again, um, especially against the the Raiders. So um, the Raiders play a lot of zone. He's had some struggles with zone in the past, but, like, it's good for rushing. Uh, he's had some good rushing games against zone defenses. Um, and also, you know, the, the Raiders allowed the seven most fancy points per game last season to, to, to QB. So at home, I think we got to I think we got to bump him up a little bit, think that he's going to come out. And, uh, and it just, it's just so easy. You know, you, you, you just feel, it just feels so nice with digs now. So that was what I was first thinking, but now I'm kind of leaning Mahomes. It's like, I'm like, okay, so is this the game that like is the, the gift again and I'm going to miss it? Like we got Kelsey back. Like I can, I can just do a Mahomes, Kelsey Ridley stack. And like, I feel like at least at this point when I'm looking at like lineup builds, like how do I lose? But, um, because you can still fit a bunch of, you know, we can get good value at the running back. We've got like some cheap plays, the wide receiver to fit around them. We've got cheap tight ends. If we want a double tight end, it probably won't, but uh, there's just a, a lot of ways to build that. So I'm leaning that way, but I, I, and I, I have no problem going down to Lawrence on the other side. Cause I think Jack, the Jags are going to, I, I, I'm, I'm high on the Jags this season, their offense. I think their offense is going to be cooking this season. And I think we just saw a taste. I think Ridley's great. I, I've always been a, a Zay Jones guy. Um, I, I've always played him when everyone says we can't. Um, and, you know, it's tough to say he can't anymore after last season and then after the usage numbers he got. Um, and then, you know, we you, you could also make builds with ETN because uh, he's just from a talent perspective could just absolutely go off. So I'm really liking that game both both ways. Um or uh, or Herbert, but uh, I don't know. So I'm, I might just I might just make this like a I might just go heavy three max builds this this week and play like uh, three lineups and use like Mahomes, Lawrence, and either Allen or uh, Herbert and just call it a day. Um, I'm interested in everyone from a max understanding standpoint. But um, so, do you guys have a, any other plays? Like, are you who are who interests you below these guys? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't. So I don't know if CJ Stroud's playing or not playing, but if he isn't playing, then I will play some Davis Mills in that indie game with those, with like a Nico Collins or a Tank Dell. Stroud came up on the injury report. I don't know how serious it is, but if he was not to play, I think that's super sneaky come Sunday. Um, what, what about Lamar? I can't. Yeah, so Lamar, I think it's a good week for – I think they'll probably try to get throw at least throw the ball this week, do you some favors. They'll be throwing it week two and not week one. So, yeah, they, I think they'll be throwing a little, little more. I think I'd prefer Burrow to Lamar just because – I don't know. Chase and Higgins are going to get going eventually, so I don't know. They're like in the same range, same game. People are going to try to stack up that game as like the GPP game. I could just see it already. We we shouldn't discount the fact that Mark Andrews is going to be back. Yeah, that too. Like uh, that could be a, a missing piece right there because Zay Flowers did look really good, and they were manufacturing touches for him all over. And Bateman is still a speedster. Like their offense should. Be good now. The problem is Lamar looked awful himself. Like his accuracy, his fumbles, he was fumbling the ball, you know, just careless play, holding it in one hand. I don't know. No, no. What about Lamar? I don't know. Played him last week, so probably should play him again. Um, yeah, it's a, I think it's a good spot. I think this game could, you know, have some splash plays and then, you know, be one of the shootout games of the week. What about Brock Purdy? As uh, you can either play him with. With C Mac or as a leverage play off of him, he's got weapons. I, yeah, definitely. I was just about to, to add that was if you stopped talk, like if you had just been like, ah, yeah, well, I was going to mention Purdy, so we're right on the same page. Um, yeah, I mean Ayuk was great last week. It seems like this is supposed to be the Debo spot. Um, everyone's pumping out the the zone defense numbers um, for Debo last season because the Rams play so much zone. So, and I, I think I wrote that down too as well. So, I mean, but those are, those are elite weapons. And plus you got Kittle back in the mix too. So, um, yeah, that's the thing though. It's like, how do, how do we play it? Do we, do we want to go against McCaffrey? Do we want to take uh Purdy Devo do, or maybe do a double with Kittle or Ayuk as well? Um, is there going to be any pushback from the Rams? Do we expect them to, to score much in this game. I think if you played Purdy, you can play him with C- CMC has so much usage. Like if he throws him two touchdown passes, it doesn't matter uh, if you double him. Um, I would still try to double him because of the game script. But, yeah, I'm not really sure. What's funny to me is this this Detroit-Seattle game is a game that Earlier in the week, like you ran optimals and their quarterbacks were popping, and we haven't even mentioned them, which is interesting. But the O lines are just a little banged up currently. Yeah, this is the game that uh, won Hoop the Millie Maker yeah. last year, right? Yeah. Hoop, hoopster. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you. The, the thing there is that you have, like, such an easy pairing with Amon Ra. Yeah, the, Amon Ra seems like a really good play. And I think he's going to be someone that should be higher on than what he ends up being based on how 
it seems the market's kind of trending currently. All right. Anybody we missing? Are we anybody have some Justin Fields love, Jordan love, love, Russell Wilson love? Sorry, last week we said Mr. Incredible. That's because uh, we were dead tired. We had recorded 30 minutes of a fake show that never got recorded. <laughs> Dude, we, I- also, I've been watching The Incredibles with my kid, my baby, all the time. So, is in there? Sorry, it's Mr. Unlimited. That's what it is. My yeah. bad, people. It figures Dean had to come out of the woodwork for that one and be the stickler. It didn't oh, sound right to me, but I didn't know what it was. So. I didn't know. I like half knew. I, I, I thought it was right. I actually thought it was correct. Like, Kirk, you don't even. It's so close. Unlimited, yeah. incredible. Unlimited, yeah. incredible. It's like the same. As long yeah. as you do the voice, it's the yeah. same syllables. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, but any love for any of those guys? Not really. Uh, Not I did really. see Fields has like a rushing prop of 60 yards, which is pretty crazy for a quarterback. But I don't love his price. Yeah, he's going to like – but la- then you just think back to last season and how he nuked. So, like, he started out, like, terrible. Yeah, he nuked me. He started out terrible, right? And so then everybody – so then he, like, goes off. And then everybody's like – Oh, all the fish got lucky, right? Like all the fish, the fish play went off. And then he just goes off and off and off and off for like the rest of the season. And nobody won. Once you're like, you're stuck in that rabbit hole fading them. You can't, you can't give in. Like Noto is with Mixon currently. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Everyone everyone with Mixon. Yeah, Yeah, but they, they look like they have, they have some line problems. They look like they have some chemistry issues. They look like, so I'm going to wait for him to warm up. I think, and uh, but it wouldn't shock me if he if he goes off. Um, all right, let's move it on over to uh, our wide receivers. Got a bunch of good plays here. Um, so let's the the high end. We've got Diggs at eight K. Um, he just looked awesome. You know, he was last season was kind of like he 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 was incredible last season. So like what stands out to me in my head about Diggs is he, there was like a lot of games where like they just went away from him because of matchup. They didn't, they didn't do it. And he was like, always like complaining on the sidelines. Like he needed more. He was like being a squeaky wheel. And uh, first game of the season, they go right at him uh, with sauce and uh, whoever was guarding him. No one, no one could stick with him. Um, so that was a good sign, but I also, when I have those feelings in my head about last season, like him being kind of like complaining about some of his usage, his usage was absolutely elite. He was fourth in targets last season, third in receptions, fifth in air yards, second in TDs. And I feel like there's going to be more commitment to him this season. So, um, I think this, like I said, I think the angry Allen, uh, stack is in play Uh big game for both of them would make uh, a lot of sense. So, um, and then uh, over at pro football focus, they have digs with the best, the top 10 best matchup of uh, the week. He's in the top 10 of the entire week, not just DFS. So like the Thursday through Monday, um, we've got uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, who's just ridiculous. Um, nine targets, which is nice. Had a touchdown last last game. Um, he had a, about a 26% target share. Uh, the thing that sticks out to me when, when looking through for stuff is that I have to remember he, how much better he always is at home in the dome. He averages 21 fantasy points at home, 21.2 versus 13 on the road. 
Um, I think this is someone who's going to really step into the, the wide receiver one role I expect this season. So I like him a lot. Debo is kind of like the price play, right? Like, and uh, which is funny because like you would think that everyone would just go back to Ayuk, but now we've got the narrative going about Debo against zones. Uh, also potentially because he didn't do much last week, there'll be more of a, um, they'll, they'll try to get him the ball more in this, in this game. Maybe there's some, some uh, game plan for him. Um, so that's on the table. There's Keenan Allen, right? Especially now with like Eckler out, we got to bump like targets because uh, Eckler got a lot of, a lot of the passing targets. So Keenan is the obvious man under one. It's also a good bounce bat spot for Mike Williams. Uh, Calvin Ridley, I'm going to stay on this guy. I feel bad that I betrayed him and didn't put him in my main lineup as a, as a gambler. I'm ashamed of myself for not like doing that. I should have supported my guys. Um, so, uh, I'm looking at him. We've got Devonte Adams with Jacoby out. We've got value with Puka who like got Coop, uh, Cooper cup usage. So like, what are we doing? Bobby, what are, what are, what are, what are you doing? Yeah, I like the Diggs call. I'm with you with Diggs. Um, Keenan Allen. Did we talk about Keenan? Like, I think Keenan Allen's in a spot to where, like, you're taking Eckler out of that offense, going in, into the passing funnel uh, that is Tennessee. Like, I think he's in a really good spot. I think his ADOT was a little bit higher last week. I'm not positive on this, but just from the eye test, it seemed like he was getting a little bit deeper. Um, Mike Williams did leave the game, so I don't know if that was – pretty much a cause for it or anything, but he was out for a little bit and then came back. Um, yeah. Outside of that, like, I don't know. You could pay up for Chase versus Baltimore. I kind of like Higgins on the other side. Like just Higgins has the narrative where he's not getting a contract. Like he must be a little bit disgruntled. I would imagine like maybe they try to feed him. Um, I think he's a little cheaper too. So it would work out that way. Everything you said on Diggs is perfect. Uh, Ridley, I'm unsure about because everyone's got it in my head now that, like, it's going to be a Kirk week. But you're still playing all these Jacksonville pieces, whether it's Ridley, Kirk, Ingram, or Zay, if you're playing multiple teams. So um, not really a big issue there. Yeah, Zay Flowers, talked about him, 5K, like him a good bit. That's pretty much everything. Uh and I'm looking at maybe um, like you hit on Diggs, maybe Gabe Davis is in a good spot versus um, this this Raiders team just because they have surrendered so many yards to the wide receiver. Well, they did last year. So I don't know. Just thinking of guys that I could could possibly hit my player pool. What do you got, Noto? Yeah, so I was just looking at the blitz right now, and the top four guys, Chase, Adams, Amonra, and Diggs, are all projected between 21 and 22 fantasy points and all have between 13 and 17% ownership. So it's kind of just pick the guy you like up there. Um, yeah. I think Adams is going to be my favorite. Um, you look at his underlying usage from last week, 35% target share, um, 48% of the air yard share. Now you take Jacoby out of the offense. I think they're going to be trailing in this one. So I think uh, Adams is really good play. And then to your Keenan Allen point, I was just looking up his stats. So he had 43% of the team's air yards last week, which is usually not the case for Keenan Allen. So I think you're right about the ADOT. Um, Kellen Moore's, you know, the OC there now. I'm trying to push the ball down the field a little bit. 
caught the pass funnel. So I wasn't originally planning to play a lot of Keenan, but I think I might uh, change my tune on that one, Bobby. Yeah, I like Keenan. I think he's in a good spot. And the Adams call is great. I, is, is Adams, do you think Adams, what do we have for Adams' ownership? Uh, 17. So he's currently the highest of the four. But they're all pretty close. Yeah, I get what you're saying. They're, it's all going to divvy up it, anyway. It really doesn't matter. They're all they're all should be right in the same place. I wonder what Chase, what people are going to do with Chase this this week. I mean, he he, at least he had nine targets last week. Um, that was a plus. Well, it I guess it's just right. It's it's what you feel about the Cincinnati bounce back if uh, Burrow's going to step up or not. Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of plays. Do we have any? You guys have any like love for the cheapies? Like maybe I like Tony, a, uh, like in in the Millie, Tony gonna be a phenomenal play. Like everyone's gonna be off Tony. Just go right back to him. There's still like Jaden Reed at 3,400. He's good, yeah. Uh, Puka. There's Puka for sure. Um, he's gonna be chalk. There's like Nico uh, Collins. Josh Reynolds. Nico, I yeah. Almost play, I almost played him last week and as a run back. I didn't end up not running back. It doesn't matter, but I was dead with Lamar because of chop. But uh <laughs> Noto hit Noto just hit on Nico Collins. I think Nico Collins is a really good play too. Tank Dell is down there. And like if he is he three K, like these receivers in this Houston game could get kind of lost in translation. And I know I said I thought Amonra would be the lowest owned. I think Kirk, I think you're on to it. Like Chase is going to be the guy that out of the higher end that probably comes into the lowest ownership. If Stroud ends up being out, is that actually a positive for these Houston receivers, you think? I like Mills, dude. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's it's a bad – like he was a stud at Stanford. If he had waited a year, he'd probably be the number one pick. Like he had a good rookie year. I don't know. I could play. No one will play him, and I'll definitely play him because it's going to be a pace up spot. And he was, he was yeah. one of my uh, rainmaker elite cards last season. Oh, was he? Yeah, last year wasn't the greatest year for him. Shout out to Squirrel Patrol for uh, for he's uh, he's going going ham on uh, rainmakers. He's yeah, well, he went he went nuts on 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 uh, all those packs because I think what he did is he you know, thought there was like he's, over, he's overlay. Point. He thought there was overlay, right, with all the packs, and he ended up losing on it somehow. Even though he won the contest, the cards aren't worth. It. I don't know. I couldn't. Yeah. Well, I was just like happy to be be out of rainmakers this season. Like me too. Because every week, every Sunday, it would be like uh, a race against time to like try to like th- get my lineups together. And I because I would always forget to do my rainmaker lineups. Um, and I, I, I binked a couple tournaments, so I ended up doing well. But, like, it was such a relief to to stay clear this year. Sorry, Ags, John. Yeah, sorry, Ags. Good friend, good friend of the show. Um, Do you know who right. our, our most tagged flex player is right now? Who? who? Nico Collins. Four yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good I'm, play. It's a good play. How is that the, the most show. tagged? Uh, us, Bobby and I, five four and Murray. So we'll see. Zay Jones is going to smash again. I yeah, Zay's in a good spot. How about Josh about, Reynolds? Yeah, I mean thirty seven hundred is a nice price. 
I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked. He definitely has the connection with Goff. He's definitely the wide receiver, too. I wouldn't be – that's not a bad play at all. Why well, we're, we're all on Nico Collins, huh? Wow. That can't, can't be right. Can't end well. It can't end well. 4-8, 3% ownership. <laughs> it's got to be a cheese situation. Uh, where somebody somebody picks somebody cheese cheese picks them and then all of a sudden everyone's looking at cheese and they're oh, pick them I gotta pick them in baseball. Uh, anyways, all right. Um, he's gonna smash. I just jinx, oh I just mushed God. him completely. All right, is there anyone else we're missing? I mean, there's obviously still tons of plays, but like any love for like Tampa against Chicago's D. Yeah, you can play Godwin, I guess, but you have to remember, like, it's Baker and not Brady. Um, so, yeah, he would be my favorite, but not. I'm not running to get any of those guys in my in my lineups. We've got the, Are the, you the, Go ahead. the Cardi play. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't mean to, but I'll say this, and then you take it. Uh, Drake London. I was just going to ask you guys. You know, Cardi's pushing him on Twitter. He uh, got a goose egg last week, right? Yeah. He Tony Snelled. Yeah, I can I I honestly think we can go back to Drake London. Um same kind of Tony it's like the Tony situation almost, right? Like people are Drake down. Is big. Yeah. What are you guys doing with Puka? I mean, how I like him. I mean, how I mean 15 targets, 4900 in a game they're going to probably get down in. This is going to be the uh, Higby spot. It's just going to. You think? No, or but I, mean, I played about, him last week, so. What about Tutu? I mean, every tight end. The only tight end that really went did anything was Hunter Henry. I feel like on the other side, it's going to be the Kittle spot when everyone goes to D, trying to decide between Debo yeah. and Ayuk, and it's just Kittle. <laughs> just double stack the tight ends in that game. Yeah. Kittle, Kittle Higby doubles. <laughs> <laughs> um all right speaking of uh kittle higby doubles let's move it on over to tight end where it looks like the chalk play is going to be uh musgrave and um that's probably from a usage standpoint. so so first off the falcons are missing um a linebacker troy anderson who and uh and so now it's the matchup gets even better. Um, he had some great usage from, or at least he he led Green Bay in routes run, uh, routes ran. So eight and air yards, I think, yeah. and air yards, fantasy points. Yeah. So four four targets, three receptions, um, and uh, Aaron Jones out, who's big in their pass game. Uh, you know, that that was kind of the thesis of the Aaron Jones play was that give him an uptick in the passing game and the fact that he can just go off. But uh, with him out, I think that it makes a lot of sense. But so that's going to be chalk. Chig is going to be chalk too. Okonkwo. Um, I think he's going to be chalk. He's projecting to be chalk, even though he goose egged. But uh, then, I mean, I, I just want, I just feel like Kelsey's just going to nuke after, uh, being out and missing missing last week, coming back, and especially after they lost. 
I don't know. Uh, I don't really have any other conviction. I don't have, I, I need to know what to do with these Musgrave and uh, Chig from you guys. I'm going to be in on Kelsey if I can make that work. And then uh, I'm open to any other places. I don't have one. I mean, I'm open to Mark Andrews too. I feel like he's going to get forgotten about, but this is a completely different team with, with him there, assuming that he's, he's healthy and sounds like a full go. So my strongest conviction on the slate is Kelsey. Like you just, you can, if you roster Kelsey, you know, all the usage from one team is likely going to him. You can play both QBs in that game if you feel like it, or if you want to play that game as like a secondary stack and get different at the quarterback position. Cause we hit on a bunch of different quarterbacks you could possibly play. Like there's still the opportunity to do that. Fastest pace game. Like I'm, I'm pretty much just, I'm probably doing what I did with Tyreek last week and pushing the chips in with Kelsey. Um, and just trying to get as overweight as possible. Uh, in terms of Musgrave, like I think he's he's in a, in a spot versus Atlanta where he's going to have to see more usage. He had good stats last week. Like he's fine. I think the way to differentiate this build is kind of is to pay up a tight end. You hit on Andrews as a pivot. Like and people are going to forget about Andrews, like you said, and it's going to be a competitive game versus Cincy. Lamar's going to like having his safety blanket back. So I think the offense will also be more um, cohesive when you add Andrews back into the mix, just because of Lamar's rapport with him. Um, not that they were under the same Todd Munkin's a different coordinator and they seem to be wanting to throw the ball the outside more, but just him having him there will, will make it easier on him. We talked about Higby and Kittle, um, coming into this. I think Higby's a good play. Uh, interesting pivot off the two, two and Puka stuff, which we, we also kind of hit on. Um, yeah, Dalton Kincaid. I think he's in a good spot versus uh, yes, versus the Bills. You can get into him, Noto. I've I've already talked about too many tight ends. No, yeah, Kincaid's my favorite play. Um, every year I say I'm not going to play the cheap chalk tight end, and I just did it week one with Likely. So I'm not going to do it with Musgrave this week. I'm going to play Kincaid instead. He's essentially you know a slot receiver that's labeled as a tight end. Uh, he play, ran around on 67% of snaps last week, and you get one of the best game environments. So I do like Kincaid. And then to your Kelsey point, um, on DraftKings specifically, it looks like there's going to be about 60% ownership on tight ends in the 3K range. So if you play Kelsey or Andrews, automatically you're getting a different roster construction than, yeah. than most of the field. That's and the chance, that much. The, t- the, the chance to just smoke them too. Yeah. Right, like if everybody yeah. if they bust if they go like likely, and uh, you get a monster game from uh, Kelsey or Andrews, you're off it, and the, running. The Cincy game, Baltimore game from a tournament perspective just looks really good in terms of what we're going to get for ownership between like Chase and these two like high usage guys in a game that could shoot out like we kind of hit on at the top, and they're just not going to be owned at all. I like it. Not to go backwards, but um, if Hopkins is out, what about Burks? Or do you guys play? Yeah, the no. Um, I mean, I think you probably have to, right? Play him. Um, you do. Or play some of them. I mean, what? What? I mean, unless they're just going to stuff, uh, feed Henry all, all all game. 
he definitely has to hit the pool, I guess. I I just he was when I every time I played him last year, I had no issues rostering him. Everything I've heard is that they're down on him for whatever reason, or it just seems like um, the market's down on him. I don't I don't know why. I haven't really paid too much attention to the Tennessee passing game outside of. Well, yeah, I haven't really paid much attention to the Tennessee passing game at all. Well, you know what we didn't pay much attention to, my dad, producer, is the ad read for Ticketmaster. Ah, uh, yep. What a transition. Love it. It's a good transition. Bobby did so well in Ticket. I, from what I'm hearing, this isn't factual, but what I'm hearing, people are hitting <laughs> the DMs. There's a lot of talk. They're saying that tr- Ticketmaster sales may have tripled since the uh, the Bobby ad read last week. So. Hit That's the people great. with, with uh, some more, some more uh, Ticketmaster. Yeah, I want to give the people more memories. That's what Ticketmaster is made of. You're here. More memories are made when you're there for live action NFL. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster got you covered. As the official marketplace of the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Their interactive seat map gives you three 360-degree previews of your section to make sure you have the best views of those pivotal plays. And if your plans change, the Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze, and you can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash NFL. It's a good read. Great read. Check out Ticketmaster.com. Um, all right, let's. Uh, what are what are we doing oh, now? Get the defensive Bobby Gomes defensive segment. So, uh, kudos to you for calling uh, the. I mean, everyone called Washington, but you actually said you should go overweight on Washington and play it when the popular sentiment is always to just oh we can't play a, a chalk uh, defense. So, uh, good job there because that was the path and. Um, what do you got this week? Who are you, who are you liking? Yeah, interesting slate. Um, for me, currently on the defensive side of everything, I need to talk for a little. Uh, I need to. I need to. I should have been more prepared with this defensive take. Um, let me look quick. See what I like. Definitely can't say the cool. Cowboys, right? Yeah, they're four K. I'm gonna go. They're cheap on Fanduel. Yeah, I'm gonna go the Buccaneers. Buccaneers versus Chicago. Uh, just Bucks D looked pretty good last week, uh, for, or week one versus Kirk Cousins. So I think at three two, I don't mind going to them. A uh, little pricier this week from the two eight Washington defense, but I think we can make the Bucks work work versus Fields. Chicago's offense didn't look great. Fields didn't look great. Definitely looks like you regressed as a passer. So. I don't mind going with the Bucks D. That's that's the D I'm going with. All right. Um, what about cheaper? Um, another cheaper play. What about uh? Well, I, Arizona's going to get some love, and the Giants are going to get some love on the higher end. I, I mean, maybe they aren't going to get some love, but I've seen them written up as having a big mismatch um, there. But Arizona is certainly going to get some love, I think because they're 2,600, and the Giants just looked so awful. And when Daniel Jones is throwing the ball, they're always always live for a pick six. 
I could play Arizona. I could play the Giants. I think both these in that game. I'd probably lean Arizona because we know how Daniel Jones is, like you said. Um, what about the Jets at 2-7 versus Dak? Dak would love to throw a few picks. It's only The only issue is it's in Dallas. Um, if it was I mean, in that New York, defense looks so good. I'm not scared of that. I, I could do that. The only problem yeah. is, is that Dallas is so good, but or should be so good. But we didn't see. We we don't know yet. the The story hasn't been written on Dallas. They uh, they have fooled us many of times before. Um, you know, this was just a week one against the Giants. Uh, anyone standing out to you, Noto? I mean, we have, there's like a what about like super cheap, like dumpster dive in here on DK? Who would that be? That would be uh, the Raiders against uh, Buffalo, maybe Titans. Yeah, Titans are projecting well. Uh, I don't know. I don't love any. I like the Lions a lot. Uh, we talked about Seattle missing three linemen. Lions strength on defense is their pass rush. And uh, they're going to give up some points for sure. But um, I was reading some today that, you know, if you're if you're going for defenses that don't allow points, you're just wasting your time because some like 2% of games uh, end with six points or less for the imposing offense. So just uh, chase guys that get pressure on the quarterback and create turnovers. I like, like whoever you want. There's like there's, there's no real standout, right? Like, can we all agree on that? There's no like absolute standout. It's only an issue when something's like really chalky, right? Like we had last yeah, week. Yeah, like Washington last week. Yeah. Yeah. I do um, like the Lions the Lions call. Yeah. The Lions a really good call. All right. Let's uh let's let's take it on out. Get us out of here on uh stacks. Let's give a Millie Maker stack if you are only playing, you know, just trying to trying to hit it, or uh, and then a small field stack, you know, maybe higher dollar, and uh, then uh, we'll we'll get on out of here. So uh, Noto, kick us off. All right, uh, large field. I'll go Anthony Richardson and Pittman. Bring it back with Nico Collins. Uh, we didn't talk about Pittman, but had a pretty good game. Uh, was clearly. Richardson's favorite target in that game. And uh, we've talked about the pace. I mean, that projects to be one of the fastest paced games. Uh, small field stuff. I think you just go Josh Allen, maybe Kincaid instead of Diggs, and then bring it back with Adams. Or you can double stack him just fine. Bobby, what do you got? I'm going to go Mahomes, Kelsey, and smaller field stuff. Um, in larger field stuff, if Stroud sits, Mills, Nico Collins, run it back with Pittman. I was thinking Mahomes. I think I'm going to go the other side. I think I'm going to do it just like the two o'clock. I'm just going to take the other side and take Trevor Lawrence with uh, maybe a double with uh, Ridley and Zay Jones and then throw Fit Kelsey in there and then see what I can do from there. Um and uh, I think that works for, for high dollar and like single entry stuff. And I also think it works for, for large field stuff. But um, if I had to give a chalkier one, um, I mean, I, I have to go back to angry, angry Josh Allen and Diggs. Um, if I was, you know, another small field. Um, and then the, the, the Millie maker play, I got to It's got to be someone who's going to totally shock the world. I think I'm going to go back to Noto, 
Brock Purdy's call. The Brock Purdy in, in uh in large, large field stuff and uh and just try to hit it, right? Try to maybe I mean you could do a double with Debo. You know, I mean you could you could do CMC, but I probably wouldn't. I think I would try to just get it with the double with uh with Debo and Ayuk or Debo and uh and Kittle and then run it back with I mean who I mean you have to run it back with with Puka, right? Like who else? I mean, maybe Tutu. I don't know. That that's yeah. what I'm thinking. But uh all right, went a little bit over tonight. We uh I think we brought the energy a little bit up to whoever said to bring up the energy and uh and chat screw it up. And it's 9 p.m on eastern on a friday Look, i got i'm, I'm up to my head all day i'm yeah. moving i got a i got a baby i'm up to my head with boxes i'm itching my nose all show because i there's like dust i've been cleaning up you know like from moving uh but uh the energy will us, get up send us out with your ufc picks oh forgot about those okay ufc picks two and one last week uh, I am hammering Kevin Holland against Jack Della Maddalena. Uh JDM is like a, I think, an overhyped prospect who, um, with a couple of different outcomes that were could have very easily happened, he wouldn't even be a name in the UFC at this point. He's a very good boxer. He pressures a lot. But I think Kevin Holland's a better, better everywhere. I think he's a better striker. I think he's got the kicks. He, got the, he can hit the shot to the liver. Um, I think he can keep him at range. Uh, I, he, I also think he can grapple with him if he wants to. And that's where I've, I've been, I, I'm on the fade for JDM from his career. So I think this is the, the spot to take him. Um, so that's, that's my pick. I'm also, I'm going back to Valentina Shevchenko. Uh, I better at minus 166 uh, earlier today. Uh, line is going up a little, but it's kind of moving all over. I'm really scared about this pick because uh the, the girl she just lost to is, is good. Um, but uh, I think Valentina is going to be ready. And this, like, everything's working against she, the, the fighter she's against is Mexican. It's Mexican Independence Day. The car was built around her. The crowd is going to be all for her. Um, also, Valentina's getting old, but I think that this is a different situation. I think she dominated the fight and just got, not dominated, but should have won the fight pretty handily and just got caught in a sub for doing a stupid spin kick. I think she's going to be focused and ready. I worry about her like getting robbed of a decision, but anyway, that's where I'm, I'm going. And then uh, I've also, I'm, I'm betting uh, Lacerda um, as an underdog plus 180 to plus 200. So Noto get these, get these in, get Kevin Holland in if, if the, if, if yeah. I can give you one play to focus on, but um Daniel De Silva slash Lacerda, uh, I think is going to win as well outright. He's plus one eighty, but you might might get back up to about plus two hundred, but it'll be somewhere around there. So those that those are the winners. That's our show. Uh, we will catch you back next week for week three. Good luck, Bobby. Good luck, Noto. Um, I hope we get some get some tournament wins this week. Uh, I know we will throughout the season. Um, Bobby was super close to the Millie maker. Um, stay out of those cues. Yep. Focus on, get in, get in some of the, the other stuff and uh, crush it.
I only play cues when I'm hot. Like if, I, uh, if, I, I just gotta stay away from dude. If you've seen what I blew in cues the last two years, you'd be. I didn't even sniff a seat for a queue last year, and I was, yeah, staying away from the the cues, the queue, queue uh, contest is contest for sure. Well, uh, if anyone sees Bobby's lineup in a queue, make sure to uh, t- tweet at us. Uh, yeah, no, Twitter. tweet at me. Do not enter a queue. My girlfriend uh, keeps nope. telling me do not play queue. She actually told me before I got on the show. Yeah, I'm with you. I, 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 if I'm like rolling hot, like if I'm hot and I, and I got money to burn and then like, I'm feeling it, feeling it and I'll, uh, I'll jump in some, but like, they're my last priority whatsoever. Um, all right. Thanks guys for doing the show, sticking with us. This has been the RG DFS tournament takes podcast week two edition, and we will see you next week. Thank you.